This is Minnesota Today for Friday, January 19th. I'm Emily Reese. Here's what's happening in Minnesota. A nonprofit developer has turned an aging church in South Minneapolis into affordable housing. City leaders yesterday cut the ribbon on the Belfry Apartments near George Floyd Square. The 41 units are for people who earn 30 percent or less of area median income, or about $37,000 a year for a family of four. Half of the apartments are in the old Calvary Lutheran Church and School. The rest are in a new building next door. Talisha Whitmore, a school cafeteria worker, says she struggled to find a home she could afford on her salary. Whitmore and her daughter are among the new residents. I'm still moving things from my mom's house because she has a bunch of lots, lots and lots of toys. Church leaders sold the buildings after facing a million dollars in deferred maintenance. Calvary leases back the sanctuary for Sunday services and continues to operate its food shelf. Search warrants have revealed new details about a shooting earlier this month at a motel in Cloquet that left three people dead. Dan Gunderson reports. Police sought approval from a judge to examine a cell phone believed to belong to the suspect in the shooting, along with a camera inside a vehicle the man was thought to be driving. Investigators believe the suspect, 32-year-old Nicholas Elliott Lenius of Ramsey, communicated with a person identified as his supervisor during the incident. Lenius was identified as the suspect based on surveillance video. Motel employee Shelby Marie Treadle was shot inside the building. The second victim, Patrick Jeffrey Roars of Deer River, was found in a vehicle in the parking lot. The suspect was found outside with an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. The warrant documents offer no indication of a possible motive for the shootings. I'm Dan Gunderson. Several environmental groups are hosting a town hall tomorrow in St. Cloud on so-called forever chemicals. The event will focus on what PFAS are, the threat they pose to drinking water, and how to test private wells. It'll also discuss changes in farming practices to reduce the risk of PFAS contamination. A recent report from the University of Minnesota and an environmental group says wastewater treatment plants and sewage sludge applied to fields are key pathways for PFAS to contaminate Minnesota waterways. The town hall is at 10.30 a.m. at the St. Cloud Library tomorrow. Minnesota's Department of Natural Resources met today for its annual roundtable. It launched with an opening session on climate change. Governor Tim Waltz told attendees he's proud of the state's many approaches to environmental protection. I truly appreciate all of you providing that sense of optimism, the sense that we can tackle these things. This isn't going to be easy. This is potentially an existential threat to so many things in our way of life. But if that's the case, the sense of urgency to do something about it is even greater. Waltz joined a panel of young professionals to talk about the state's work on climate change. He agreed with panelists that climate is one of the biggest issues on Minnesota's plate, especially for its young generations. Experts from around the state updated attendees on their work in various areas of climate change, from agriculture to weather monitoring to wildlife conservation. And college teams from across the country are in Minneapolis for the 14th annual Autonomous Snowplow Competition tomorrow. Dunwoody College of Technology hosts the competition. Dean of Robotics and Manufacturing E.J. Daigle says state-of-the-art machines built by the students try to complete a simple task. You know, it snowed overnight and you open up the garage door and you hit a button. Um, This vehicle is designed to go out into your driveway, completely uh, clear the snow from your driveway, and then go park itself back into the garage. Daigle says the ice and snow create very complex conditions for autonomous vehicles and provide a difficult test for the students' robotic skills. Daigle says as an added challenge this year, the school needed to make snow so the plows would have something to push around. 
In sports, the Timberwolves beat the Memphis Grizzlies last night 118-103. to Anthony Edwards scored 26 of his 28 points in the first half. The Wolves have reached the midpoint of the season with 30 wins and 11 losses. They host Oklahoma City tomorrow night. Gopher men's basketball team fell at Michigan State last night 76-66. The Gophers have lost three in a row. They host Wisconsin Tuesday. And the Wild lost to the Lightning in Tampa Bay last night, 7-3. The Wild announced Captain Jared Spurgeon is out for the rest of the season with hip and back injuries. The Wild play at Florida tonight. Your Minnesota forecast tonight, windchill advisory for the south till tomorrow morning. Partly cloudy overnight with lows from minus 5 to minus 15. And tomorrow, sunshine with highs up to 10 above. That's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. Phil Picardi will have an update on Monday morning. Have a great weekend.